Hi, this is Carl Nicholson. Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. For today's podcast, I'd like to talk a little bit about risk. <clears throat> Building on last week's, last time's, uh, last podcast of talking about failure and how Yahweh <clears throat> helped me find a way, I'd like to talk about communion, actually, and the communion at the table with Yeshua. Um, and I think risk is the, a great transition to to getting there. Um, the, the definition of risk. So it says risk involves uncertainty about the effects or implications of an activity with respect to something that humans value. I think that's a great definition. Um, so I think back of times I've had to risk stuff. And even with my testimony last week, you know, I was finding myself successful at these things in the military. Um, and with these, a lot of these trainings in the military I'd go to, you know, there would only be a percentage of guys who passed. So we're trying out for something and we're, we're believing, we're, you know, we're good enough. We have to believe. And, and then there's a great percentage that never make it. And they have to go home to their families to explain and, and just explain it to themselves. And then do a different job and you know kind of sort all that out which who knows a lot of the guys who end up being successful in special operations actually have to do it more than once they a lot of most many probably more than half don't even make it the first time so they there is an experience of failure um and a and there's a great risk but that that i think that's one of the attributes and keys of, of this guys that are successful is they don't take failure as uh, and no, as an answer, it's, it's sticking with it to make sure that, uh, find success. I found the same thing with my marriage. I was failing successful and all this other stuff, but I had to find a way to be successful. And I explained how that, how that has happened and where I'm at in that process. But a lot of that, there is, you know, there was risk involved for me of, you know, when, when it's with somebody that close of what am I going to gain? What am I going to lose? What if I'm right and nobody knows it? What if I'm wrong and nobody knows it? <clears throat> a whole lot of variables there. But the, the end state is success. And uh, there has, you know, and it's, it's having skin in the game. It's, it's sitting at that table with that thing and, and taking a risk. And I think that's, that's where I uh, <clears throat> would like to highlight today. So there's a, you know, we are sons. Um, I think there's two ifs that we have to sort out and they, and, and one of them involves risk and the other one does not. When Satan tempted Jesus after 40 days in the wilderness, he came to him and said, if you're the son of God, change the stone of bread. If you're the son of God, if, if, if that, that is one of the ifs and that is not the if that deserves to sit at the table with us. And, and Yeshua did not let it sit at the table with him. It was not about whether he was the son of God. So he didn't, he didn't let that thought and that, that word sit at the table with him to determine how he operated and whether he did or didn't do anything to a stone. <clears throat> that is not the if that, that gets a place at the table with us. But there is an if that does get a place at the table with us. And I believe this is directly <clears throat> correlated with communion and the, the constant choice of yes that we have going on inside of us and and in everything we do and for instance when 
that God came to Yeshua for his son to be healed <clears throat> when after Jesus had come down from the mountain. He said, Lord, if you can do anything, please heal my son. Jesus, that's it. So that's an if. So Jesus said, it's not whether I believe, it's not if I can do anything. He said, if you can believe. And, you know, the guy said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. So there's an if right there that is a requirement for us. We have to believe. When we come to the table with Yeshua and, and with our lives, that's there. we do have to believe. That is a requirement for us as believers and as sons. We have to continually believe. In my uh, readings a couple weeks ago uh, from the Torah, I read how Hashem, he, he said, uh, if you if you diligently listen, he said, listen to my angel. He's coming. He's with you. He's going to lead you all to the land. He's going to destroy the, all the enemy there. He said, I'll bless your bread and water. But he said, if, if you obey me. So we see again, a requirement that when we come to this table with Yahweh, we have to believe. I've been back and forth about uh, wanting to talk about this because I think this is one of the, I think it's a word for the mature. I think um, talking about risk and if we believe is a word for the mature because it's so easy to compare verses and to find other places in the Bible where it says something different perhaps, but we know, I mean, it's, it's different context. So it's, it would be easy to battle, battle it out with, no, I'm, I'm destined to, for success. And all I have to do is show up. That is true, but that's not what I'm talking about. And I believe this is a word for the mature that there's a part of us where we have to understand. I have to believe. I, I have to continually choose Yes to Yeshua. I have to have that in motion inside of me continually, no matter what the circumstance is. Um, so I think with uh, and 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 this is the word. And so I I believe when when Yeshua sat at the table the night he was betrayed, and he took bread and he gave thanks and he broke it. I believe when he was handing that bread to the disciples, I, I have just meditated and meditated on that. And I get the sense that the whole of heaven was watching Yeshua when he handed them that bread, because I believe that was the greatest risk he was taking. And I believe the, all the wealth and the glory and the riches and the might and the knowledge of heaven was in utter awe at, that he would come to earth and that he would take that risk of giving that bread to the disciples, which was symbolic of the life he was about to give. And this, I think this is the risk, that, that he would give it all and somebody wouldn't choose him. We all know that not everyone chooses him. We know that even everybody at that table did not choose him. But he still did it. He still completed his destiny. He still took the risk, even though he knew that it wouldn't be accepted by some. He didn't do it in vain, but some would not receive it and it would be vain for them. I believe that is potentially the greatest transaction that has ever happened. 
And I believe that, again, heaven was in complete awe of the risk that he took to sit at that table with us. <clears throat> we, we, I think we have to figure out how to, sit, how to present ourselves at the table with him in the same way. Because, you know, he said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and sup with him and he with me. I have to figure out how to sit at that table with him. We all have to figure out how, to, how, do, I, how do I do that? And that's, that's by one, one way is by sorting out which if, which if we are dealing with when we are at that table. When I come to the table, am I hearing a voice that's saying, if I need to do this to be saved, I need to do this, uh, am I a son, blah, blah. No, that's not the if that I'm going to let determine whether I sit at the table with Yeshua in all my situations and, and I deal with in life. It's not about that. It's not about whether the, his blood's good enough, whether I'm forgiven, whether I'm on the right path. But the if is whether I will present myself as I am to Yeshua, good, bad, ugly, successful, failure, that I, that I do present myself and that I do believe and that we do keep pushing forward to the destiny that, that we want to realize in Yeshua. I believe there's a greater destiny. And I believe that's, that's the word for the mature is that we have a greater destiny that we need to accomplish and we need to get through to together. And we have to believe it is up to you and it is up to me to come to that table continually, individually and corporately with Yeshua and present ourselves so that we can make our destiny complete and we can fulfill this thing. We're not finished his work is finished. Ours is not. <clears throat> Lastly, just as a word of encouragement, um, I was meditating yesterday and I was so, <laughs> I was so grateful because I was sitting there thinking about an encounter I'd had years ago back in 2008, which has still been un, um, unwinding to me. And it's one of the, it's arguably the one of two, the greatest encounters I had. And I was love to explain it. I won't have time for this one, but, but, but what impacted me was to have such a deep encounter that, that I didn't even understand then. I wouldn't even understand it till years later. Um, a lot of the, you know, dealings and things going on with it, but that the reality behind it is com then compared to now, I wasn't walking in near the grace that I'm walking in now. I wasn't walking. I, I, I've not been, um, established to the point I've been established now. Like I, I, I'm still growing in grace. Amen. But I was, I was in the middle of failure and mistakes. Like I was telling y'all last time, but Jesus did not mind touching me. Heaven did not mind encountering me. And, and I think, you know, I, I think why, why? Because God's, God's awesome. And he, he's, but I think one of the, what I could bring to the table and what I've always brought to the table and what we bring to the table is not only our faith, but I was extremely hungry. I'm so hungry for the righteousness of, of Yeshua. I'm so hungry for the righteousness of God. And I've always been hungry. And I, you know, just, I know even with failure or success, we have to be hungry. We have to remember his, his goodness and his awesomeness and stay hungry for Yeshua. If we are hungry for him, it's almost, I mean, it's like, how, how is it that, that I could be 
failing at such things, but yet Yahweh willing to encounter me just because positioning myself with him, just deciding, hey, God, I just want to be with you. <laughs> I apologize about me, but I want to be with you. And honestly, not that it matters, but I wouldn't, I would say if I had any strengths or, or I, I, I don't even think my gifts and things I'm good at have are the reason for the successes I've had. Obviously, it's the mercy of God. But if, if I, what I've done at being at the table has not been because of my righteousness, it has been because of a dire hunger and need for Yeshua, which I continually have now, which out, outweighs everything else. When we come to the table with Yeshua and we say yes, and we are hungry, he is a good, good God. He will not leave us unsatisfied. Matter of fact, he will do greater than we can imagine. And I believe as we sit at that table with him, positioned with him, we move with him. We don't know. We may not. I don't even think I'm not even sure we know, see where we're going. We just I'm just pleased to be with Yeshua. We're just pleased to be a part of him and he's pleased to be a part of us. And that's where we find ourselves positioned with him. And that, that's what moves us ahead to where we need to be in heaven and on earth. Shalom. God bless you all. Bye-bye.